Okay. Um, this session, the purpose of this session is to interact, to engage, to uh, you know, get an opportunity to discuss with other investors, to share information, share experience. So you are most welcome to put your questions as I speak or on the recording um, regarding real estate investing. Um, hopefully I'll be able to uh, answer them. I'm not an expert in every aspect of real estate investing, but I've been investing for many years on a large scale and will try to help you uh, you know, uh, answer your questions. So by all means, you can talk. The purpose of this session is for you to ask questions about investing. Hopefully, I'll be able to address them, answer them. Um, can't promise that I will, but we'll uh, try. It doesn't have to be related to today's topic only. Today's topic is your fears about investing. And I want to start with sharing a, a bit of a, a, a recent story or recent conversation I had with two new investors. So this couple who are living in the Bay Area, moved to the Bay Area about uh, you know, um, two years ago, maybe even less than that, sold, a, you know, sold the property in another country. They have, uh, they're sitting on a large amount of cash. They know they want to invest, but they have a lot of fears and a lot of concerns. And the fears and the concerns are coming from naturally being you know, a fear, you know, afraid about investing. But also they've been hearing stories. People tell them different stories. So you have a couple you know, that want to invest. They know that's the route they want to take to invest their, their funds. They have very clear goals financially on one hand. On the other hand, they're scattered all over the place. Will it rent? How much time will it take for us to deal with it? What if it happens if there's repairs? What, can I trust a property manager? Um, um, should I, you know, I'm so busy, I don't want to deal with it, so maybe I should go with a passive type of a route, invest, you know, investing in a, in, a, in a passive avenue than more of an active avenue. But if I invest in a passive avenue, then I have less control. A passive being me investing with, uh, you know, with someone else who's putting, let's say, a, you know, a small group or a syndication or something like that, and I'm investing like I'm investing in a stock. And then someone else manages... Uh, my portfolio, my investment. Should I go in a passive direction? Oh, but I lose control. So I should go in an active direction, but and I gain control, but it means more, more than I need to do. And the conversation went on and on in circles. Where should they go? What should they do? When you can tell there's a lot of fear, a lot of concerns, and they're all over the place, scattered all over the place. Now, I've been you know, talking to investors many, many times before, and this is nothing new. Right, investors, you know, when they, especially when they get started, obviously nervous. Um, they don't know, you know, they don't even always know what questions to ask. Um, but the important thing is, I think, for investors, especially beginners, one, beginners, is to sit down for a few minutes and try to decide. You know, if you cannot decide on your on your strategy, try try to decide what you want to accomplish first financially, and maybe follow from that, like. This is what I would like to do. I need short-term gains. I need long-term gains. I'm focused on cash flow. I'm focused on this. I am 35. I'm 40. I want to retire. I want to accomplish. If you start with the vision where you're heading, then it will be easier for you to, to narrow it down and find the right path for you. So let's say you have a vision that you are, um, you know, want, to, want to retire or have you know, cash flow coming into your life from multiple rental properties in 15 years from now, okay? Let's just say that's where your starting point. 
and you know that's you know at least you know you wanna you wanna have five thousand dollars in fifteen years every month coming into your life, right? So this is where your goal is. Now let's start scaling it back. See how can we get there on you know in the best in the best possible way for you. Um, should you invest in a, in a in a you know in a passive you know like in it with someone else? Should you buy properties by yourself? And the more you narrow the possibilities, I know it sounds very trivial. People don't take the time to do that. The more you need to be able to clarify what are your concerns, right? And when I say clarify, you know, list them down. Take five, ten minutes, and you know, if you're working with a partner or a friend or a spouse, take ten minutes and just write, literally write. Will it rent? Can I trust the property manager? Will I have evictions? Will I have repairs? Um, what if the property is you know vacant for a long time? What you know? What if the you know? What if the market tanks? Write all those things. Now I don't know if you're going to have answers for everything, right? You may not, but at least you have you know to identify the challenges, the concerns, the problems, the fears, and then when you can contain them in an you know in a specific components, right? you can probably address them one by one. So let's say you have a list of, of 10 things that you are concerned about. And if you're not listing them, then you, you can't identify them. And just, there is like, you know, there's like a lot of noise in your head and you're not really breaking it down into small components and trying to tackle each component individually. So take one component, try to find the answer, either by yourself or talk to experts such as myself, such as others. See if they give you reasonable answers, right? Or you know, you know, somewhat of an answer, and then one item by item, try to determine: Are you able to mitigate? Maybe there is a you know, for example, you have some concerns about repairs. Well, you know, you can take home warranty insurance, and that will probably mitigate a lot of your uh, you know uh, uh, concerns about repairs. Maybe not a hundred percent of them, but eighty percent of them, seventy percent of them. So that's one way to mitigate, right? If you have uh, concerns about uh, um, evictions, then you probably want to follow a certain path of investing to avoid evictions. If you're having you know, challenges, you know, concerns about tenant not paying the rent and being late, maybe you should pick the right, uh, you know, the right you know, investment area that will in decrease the chances of that will happen. Again, one by one by one, identify those things and then try to tackle them by yourself or with some you know outside help of an expert someone who's, who's done it it could be another friend or investors who's done it before what i'm trying to say is i had two conversations with this couple and in both conversation i could tell that they're running in circles instead of stopping saying okay this is what i should try and do this is you know those are my concerns they were just chasing back and forth between different elements my guess is that they're not going to be able to execute, you know, or in a timely manner because they're going to continue stewing on the concerns. There are so many things they, they express their, uh, their, uh, um, um, there, there are so many things they express their uh, uh, fear and, you know, and confusion and concern. No doubt it will prevent them from executing. It's a type of analysis paralysis, but they're not analyzing over analyzing properties. They're just overwhelmed with the information. So take the time. If you're overwhelmed, try to, to start with where, where, where are you heading? What are you trying to accomplish and in what time frame? And then what kind, what do you think is the right investment path to get to that point? And then list down all your concerns, fears, 
uh, uh, anything, you know, make a little, literally a list and then by using that list, try to, to see if you can answer item by item, what, how can you mitigate the risk, how can you lower the risk, or at least understand the risk and the consequences of the risk. So this is what I wanted to say, because what, what, what I wanted to say is because what, I, what I'm seeing on my end is that you talk to a couple and things are like blown out of proportions. I've been doing it for so many years. Is it, is it bulletproof? No. Do all the houses are rented 100% of the time without, you know, hiccups? Absolutely not. There are multiple hiccups, vacancies and sometimes evictions and repairs and miscommunications with property managers. Absolutely. But when you're focusing on... The, the repairs or the, the problems, you're missing on the bigger picture. What is this property giving to you, right? The fact that this property, the ownership of a one property or multiple property is benefiting you over the long term is by far much better than all the little pieces of noise you will have. Not if you will have, you will have along the way. So remember, sometimes you, you got to see the big picture, Right? And not focus on the small details, but you got to understand the small details and how to address them in order to be okay with the big picture. So don't focus on, you know, so don't focus on the fear itself. Focus on identifying, you know, breaking it down to components, listing it down and start tackling it, tackling it one by one by one by one to help you mitigate, understand, understand the risk, understand the option when something happens. Hopefully that helps. Just try not to, uh, uh, to blow it out of proportions. Uh, with that said, let's see if we have questions. And hello to everyone. Hello, Nir. Good to see you again. Um, and hello, Shachaf and Ronen and Orit. I see one, uh, uh, one question. They could write the pros and cons of each type of investment. They might be interested. Absolutely, you can do that. If you would sit down and write pros and cons, sometimes you don't know to tell all those pros and cons, I think, if you're a beginner. But if you are someone who... Well, um, I, the way I like to say it, I think it's a good point already that you're bringing it up. I would say write your own pros and cons, not the investment. For example, I am so busy, I would not, you know, it's, you know, I cannot do an investment that requires, you know, a significant amount, you know, a time, you know, a amount of time. Okay, I am not knowledgeable. I need to work with someone who's knowledgeable, or let someone else handle, you know, the affairs, most of the affairs. Um, um, I, <clears throat> I am limited, you know, with funds, so I need to be able to, 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 you know, with a mortgage or without to do a certain type of investment. Sometimes if you actually write your own pros and cons, what is good for you, what you're comfortable with, what you don't want to deal with, then that would probably help you determine which type of investment is more fitting. Because if you're very busy and you don't want to deal with it and you don't want the headache, like this couple also mentioned, you know, you probably want to go in a passive route, something that will require minimal amount of your time. Uh, but if you're someone who wants to control and be more in control seat, then you're not the one giving that control. Then those are the type of things your personality can di dictate what kind of investment um, uh, you should do. So while doing a pros and cons for different types of investments is excellent, I'm, I'm actually taking it one step back and saying, do your own pros and cons what would be a good fitting uh, investment for you or the profile of the investment, time-wise, experience-wise, comfort zone, control, all of those things would probably help you determine which one is the right one for you or not. So I really appreciate the, the feedback. I think it's a good one. Um,
and um, you know definitely required I think people just sometimes jump in and start investing or they're following the herd because someone else is invested without even you know giving it too much thought um, I'm done with what I wanted to talk today we do this uh, session every Friday or almost every Friday we took a, a little break during the summer uh, we resume as of last Friday so everything you hear it's being recorded in three capacities it's on you know on a podcast it's on YouTube and it's on Facebook. So you can actually listen to any one of those channels, whatever suits you uh, as soon as we're done and we're going to upload it to all of them. It's actually being uploaded pretty much uh, automatically. Um, if you are listening to the recording and if you have questions for us, by all means, send us an email or you can call us or put it on Facebook. We will try to respond. Um, and, you know, it's all, um, you know, we, we, I get a lot of feedback from people who are saying we did not join the live, but we listened to the recording one way or another. So by all means, uh, do that. And of course, if you want to work with us and see if we can help you invest, actually invest and not just talk about it, you can, uh, you can get in touch with us. Hello, Bracha. Uh, thank you for joining. We are almost done with the session. Um, so if you joined late, it will, you know, it's recorded, you can listen to it. Um, and if there are more questions, I'll be happy to take them regarding the topic or feedback, uh, like we did, I'll be happy to take them. And if not, we will call it a wrap for a quick session today before we say happy weekend and Shabbat Shalom. So I'm going to wait for another half a minute or so and see if there's anything coming up and we'll take it from there. If there are questions or we will, uh, we will have a wrap. Which links are you talking about? Um, I'll be happy to. Can you tell me which links? I will put a few links. Um, I don't know. Can it, if it, let's see. Um, there is a link to our website, which has a lot of information and uh, re recordings. And then... linked for our YouTube channel that also has a lot of information, a lot of videos. Um, and then we have link to our listing website where we have properties. And hang on a second, which one else? And of course, link for the Facebook, which is where we are right now. Okay. If you think um, um, there are other links I didn't put, just let me know, no problem. And can you put links near? What would be your advice to people that are hesitant to invest you know, remotely? Um, my advice for you is to, um, you know, once you get started, decide on the market. First, fly out. Meet with the local team, see the market, see the, the potential houses, make it real. Real by the people, real by the area, real by the city, uh, the, the you know, property manager, you know, agent, you know, make it very uh, tangible. The minute you are there and you're actually seeing the, those properties and you're meeting with the people, it will build. It, it, you're not going to know a market by a one or two day visit, but you're going to build some confidence in the local, you know, in the local uh, uh, market, in the local team, and that will help you uh, uh, make you uh, um, 
um, uh, more confident about it. And you know what? There's one other thing. There's got to be a point of leap of faith. And one of my investors put it, you know, I have two examples of what the investors told me. One said, um, the alternative of not doing is worse to me than, the alter than actually investing. Because I have, I'm already in my 40s and I have not been investing and I can see, um, I can see, uh, um, uh, I can see what I have not been able to, you know, to accumulate it. So obviously what I've done until now, it's not really working for me, just working, working, working and trying to save. I need to do something a little bit different. So think about that uh, as, as, a, as a concept of what, what are you doing? If you're investing and the fear is just remotely, it's one thing. Then you just have to uh, get over that fear and I think visiting that market or two market will really help. If you're not investing altogether, then you probably need to kind of... Um, uh, dig down and see what prevents you from investing altogether. And then there's got to be a leap of faith eventually. There's got to be a leap of faith um, altogether for investing, not just working with us, altogether about investing. Um, thank you, Rate. Uh, yep, uh, that's, uh, that was in, De in December. Uh, okay, any more questions? Okay, you guys, then in that case, uh, thank you everyone for the comments. Thank you, Reed, for the feedback. Uh, Nir, for the question. Um, you are most welcome to listen to the recording, ask questions afterwards, get in touch with us if you want to see if we can work with you, if this is a good fit. Um, I want to wish you happy weekend. You know, enjoy your weekend. Shabbat Shalom for those of you who are uh, speaking Hebrew. And I hope to see you here again next week, uh, next Friday. Have a terrific weekend, everyone. Bye-bye.